Earth is ghetto, I wanna leave Can you beam me up? I'm out on the street by the corner store You know the one on 15 Got a bright shirt on, so I'm easy to see I've been down here stranded indefinitely I can't reach my planet, but I need to leave You should see these people, it's hard to believe It's ghetto, I wanna leave old earth It's ghetto, I wanna leave Hello niggas and friends, days and bays Morning, 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 it's Friday bitches Yes it Listen. is Listen these two little days, this, these little 48 hours I've been looking forward to all motherfucking week long. And I just, uh, when your two, two days are coming, Friday. it's a beautiful thing. <laughs> Welcome. Get, drink, get you some, get you some liquor, get you smoke a blunt, take a blunt, take a dick, do what you got to do. Listen, and, and if there's some other stuff, listen, there's a lot of things going on. You can do that too. Um, <laughs> I, listen, the world's going to hell in a handbasket. Who am I to judge? Smoke, smoke the rock. Who cares? I don't take um, life seriously anymore. We're all gonna die. You, so it's you, like my school. Who cares? Listen, I I can't. The reason why I can't do it is why I be a hypochondriac, and so I got issues. But for those who can, go for it, boo. Um, but morning and welcome to the Earth is Ghetto podcast. Um, we are going to get directly into our mental health check-in because it's been some days. How are you, How you feeling? feeling? Oh, um, <laughs> I I feel cute. Um, I've just been taking, literally, just taking it day by day, one day at a time. I'm not the type to say, "Oh my God, what's going to happen next week or three months from now?" Like. This fucked up ass world is too crazy for me to think like that. I refuse to do that. So I'm just right. going with the flow. That's my mental health check-in. It's just living it day by day. Oh my goodness. And I feel like, um, and also for my mental health check-in, it's shitty. Things are not going well. <laughs> <laughs> I might as well, I might as well tell you. <laughs> I I have been um like and you know what's really um, crazy right now for me, like in my head, it's like I am seeing all of these movies that we have been watching over the last few years, all of these dystopian, like apocalyptic type movies. And it's like I'm seeing the beginnings of the way all those things actually end right here today, just amongst the news. Uh, and because unfortunately I'm conscious, like I'm awake. Unfortunately, I have to like see all of these patterns. So right now I am just trying to, I've made a decision that I am, the only saving that I'm going to do in reference to money is to get out of this fucking country. But even in the meanwhile, I'm going to do everything I can to enjoy my life. I'm booking my nail appointment. I'm getting my massage. I am doing whatever it is that's going to keep me sane. And I suggest everyone do the same. Have you thought about where you want to go? Oh my goodness. Um, I've been watching a lot of black people who have moved to Greece. Um, I'm watching a lot of black people who have moved um, to obviously Merida, Mexico. We see a lot of expats who are going there, uh, Costa Rica, Colombia, um, places where other black people are. (laughs) 
they don't show it to you on TV. You know, they say, oh, that person's Colombian and they show you Shakira and then you go to Colombia and you see bitches that look like me and you just like, hmm, <laughs> Shakira, Shakira? <laughs> like, no, no, for real. That's it. That's not, that they literally. Um, well, that's just because of the ignorance in this fucking country in the first place. Um, I've seen a lot of people who are going to Ireland. I'm seeing people who are going to Canada. But Canada, like I said, Canada's expensive. They pay you more, but you're paying more to live there. And I'm only speaking specifically of Toronto because I want to be where the black people stay. Of course, it's the most expensive. So, <laughs> so um, but yeah, so I, I just suggest everybody, if you are going to save any coin, uh, I, I, listen, do whatever you can because you are a slave of, of capitalism. But if you can, fuck them bills. Take all that money and get the fuck out. But yes. <laughs> oh, and to all of our, let's get all directly. Of our listeners, feel free to send us your mental health check-in as well in the comments. How you, how you doing, girl? It's crazy out here. <laughs> oh, and we ask because we, we actually care. We actually want to hear it. Um, so let's get into why, uh, not why my mental health is in the gutter, but what, what kicked it down the hallway of hell, right? So uh, on June 24th, um, we, and by the way, we all saw this coming, especially as black femmes, black queer folk, um, and, and anybody black with a uterus, especially, we saw all of this coming a long time ago where we have been trying to say, hey, I want, we need to do something about it. Hey, and just to drag Democrats because I do love it. Um, so we had Roe versus Wade for over 50 years. So you had 50 years to put this into the constitution. You had 50 years to make this into law. This is how I know that when we say Republicans spit in your face and Democrats spit in your food, yeah, that, there's, that there's a reason why that analogy is so true. Because the Republicans want to make sure that you know how much they hate you. And the Democrats are going to facilitate that by letting them know, uh, by letting you know how much they do not care about you. Mm. Meaning that they're not going to actually do anything to ensure your rights. And again, this is something that a lot of um, uh, BIPOC, Black people, femmes, people with uteruses that knew this a long time ago. Um, and I also think the one thing that we're not talking about is what the rolling back of Roe versus Wade is actually going to do to everyone. Because we, uh, and of course, at white men in true white men fashion, it doesn't affect them, so who cares? But they don't realize it is going to affect them. Because this is not just about the right to abortion. This is the right to bodily autonomy. Mm-hmm. This is the right to do what you want. So even when I've seen, like, I've actually seen a couple of trans people be like, I'm really glad they can't kill babies anymore. And I'm just like, yeah, when I say mind blown, mind blown. Yes, good job. You should have seen wow. Aaron's face, his eye. One eye <laughs> went all the way up. That was the most massive twitch I've seen in my life. But yes, <laughs> so when I saw this trans woman talking about how she was so glad that they can't, you know, um, do that to uh, babies anymore because it's a, it's a fucking clump of cells. Fuck you. Anyway, but they can't go ahead and and do that anymore, and they're so happy. And I'm just like, you know, you are fighting with the same people who did not want you to get your bottom surgery. You're fighting with the same people who don't didn't want you to have your hormone blockers, which is why you look the way you look today. 
So, and you're literally, again, we don't even realize we're voting against our own self-interests, which is why it kills me when I see oppressed peoples who are excited about this, because we got to talk about you bitches too, because this could not have worked without you. You're not an ally of mine. You cannot pretend to be an ally if you're black and queer, but you don't think I have a right to my body. You're not an ally. You're an op. Right. Um, so again, this is going to be affecting more than just people with uteruses. This is going to be affecting uh, white straight men. They don't realize it. When they go into a hospital and they decide, well, I want to be able to do this to save this life, or no, you can't do this because of my religion, the doctor can say, guess what? I know better. The co Congress gave me the right, and so did you. I know better. Anybody who's a Jehovah's Witness who doesn't want to get a blood transfusion, you're fucked. Yep. Fucked. You can't tell them shit now. You're celebrating, but you don't realize what you've done to your own rights, and it kills me. But at this point, this is the thing. I'm not trying to fix anything anymore. I'm not going to tell, out, tell you to go call your congressman. I'm not going to tell you to go vote even though I do. Nigga, I don't know what I do it for. Um, I'm not going to tell you to do, I, I, listen, I feel like just to make myself feel better at this point. I don't know. So um, I, I, like, I'm not going to tell you to do any of those things. What I'm going to tell you is this is a lost cause. Get the fuck out. I have seen the writing on the wall. Octavia Butler, Parable of the Sour, Parable of the Talents. Please go read it. This Christian theocracy, this foundation of mania that's actually killing people everywhere, because they're, us they're usually most of the mass shooters. A lot of them are the serial killers. A bunch of them are the pedophiles in the Catholic Church. So let's not pretend. So we, you can, pre oh, I have freedoms, I have freedoms, I have freedoms until you fucking don't, as long as you live on this fucking land. And one more thing before we start playing these videos, because I'm going on a tangent this morning, I apologize. It's okay. Um, but, <laughs> but one more thing um, before I decide to um, start playing some of these uh, videos, I need you to know that you are not safe because of the state that you live in. Mm. You're not safe. They're coming for you. This is the foundation of the mania that's going to be literally operating our own lives. And California, let me tell you something, this shit's New going York. to happen quick. No, let's just move to California. <laughs> I'm like, okay, that, that you're Until not safe there either. So you just you do realize that Arnold Schwarzenegger was like a part of their thing, right? Like that was a guy they elected. You're gonna, oh yes, we're, we are going to be so safe in California. They're coming for you, my dude, they're coming. And I'm letting you know right now that you're not going to be safe as long as you live in this country. Now, if you wanna stay and fight the good fight, I'm not gonna tell you no, especially when it comes to indigenous peoples. This is really your shit. <laughs> like real talk, indigenous and native peoples, this is yours. So if you say I'm a fight until I die by all means, but let me tell you something, nigga, I was never supposed to be here. Girl, uh, like, I'm. It's like, girl, I should. I would say I should have stayed in Jamaica, but, girl, my gay ass. Like, <laughs> but but you, you would have died there too, nigga. Where, where the it's fuck like, was you going? God damn, about? this is. I gotta go to Mars at this point. I'm waiting on the, the, uh, the my aliens, my, my real family to come 
take my ass up because again, Listen, I got I got to get some plastic surgery. Fun. I got to put an eye on my asshole. Please come pick me up. <laughs> Not on the asshole. Oh, I, I will see everything. Okay, I don't care. Um, I'm sorry. What's really, what's really pissing me off about this Roe v. Wade thing is hearing all of these straight black men say things like, "Oh, Congress did something right for once, so this is a good thing." They have like this myth of depopulation, right? So they're like, "Oh my God, this is a good thing," and y'all celebrating these rights being taken away because it does. You think it's not going to affect you? They'll keep. They'll, I'm telling you now, when we go back to the Jim Crow era and we drinking our separate water fountains and shit, you remember what the fuck you said because y'all sound stupid as fuck to be saying some dumbass shit like that. How dare you say, "Oh, I'm, they did. I'm glad they're doing that," and you know this shit is going to affect black women the most. Why would you say that? Yo, Clarence Thomas, speaking of coon ass niggas. I need somebody to, uh, you to understand that you repealing back Roe versus Wade is also going to bite you in the ass because you know the next thing they're going to repeal is loving, which is the reason that you are able to marry your beautiful Mayo Aryan queen. So what are you going to do next? And I also feel like this is the first time we're going to see black men actually band together. As soon as they find out they can't marry white women. Oh, Jesus. Okay. We don't have real activism in the streets. Girl, listen, you know, they're the first day outside their race. They're going to have a heart attack. Like, oh, my God. I, who, no, I got to oh. have someone to submit to me. And how are we going to uh, go? Girl, they ain't going to know what to do. Which, which, by the way, is crazy, guys, because I don't know why you think white and Latina women um, are so submissive. I'm just like, I'm sorry, I grew up in Miami. I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Um, those bitches are dangerous. They will stab you, put you in the hospital and cry over your wounds and sp stitch it back up. I don't know what, you know what, it's fine. Who do you think? Um, it's just, it, it just now, really pisses me off. Like I really want them to know how stupid they sound and they really think that it's not going to happen. We are on our way. It's very much separate but equal and then it's going to get worse than that. And then y'all, oh my God, we got to stand together. Bitch, what the fuck was you? You should have been doing that now. Why are you waiting? But that's how patriarchy works. If it doesn't affect mm -hmm. them, they ain't going to care. No, it has to get to them first. It has to lick them first. And by the way, we're all touched by it. We are all touched by that 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 sentiment where we're like, oh, it doesn't affect me yet because those same black men who are like, yay, we're, we're rolling back Roe versus Wade, don't realize they're also giving away their own bodily autonomy. Do you know that they don't have to read us our Miranda rights anymore? I'm like, and then I hear things like, and then I hear black men say, because I, I, I bring up, hey, you know, well, gay marriage is, is already here, but but they're taking away that shit too even though they already started. They've been started. But they're taking away that shit. And when I mention that, I don't hear cishet black men say, oh, well, I don't care about that. I ain't gay. That don't affect... Hello, dumbass. You have black people who are gay in your community. That's the thing. You can't... You keep associating gayness to whiteness. This still affects you if you claim that you for black people. Stop saying, oh, I, I ain't gay. I don't give a fuck about that shit. You should. That's because they only care about themselves. And that has been the, that is the symptom of capitalism. They only give a fuck about them. That's really what it is. They're like, that doesn't affect me. Why do I have to care about it? And that has nothing to do with me. That sounds like a personal fucking problem. And then when it gets to them, they're gonna be like, oh damn, maybe I should have been like trying to fight for you because that would have been also fighting for myself. Stupid. <sighs> it's like, they, they, anyway. they, they pick and choose. That's why I don't feel bad. I can't feel too bad for the amount of black LGBT folks who do side eye 
the Black Lives Matter movement. It's like, oh my God, wait, we need y'all to stand with us. Bitch, what happened to you? Where was y'all at when this black trans woman was killed? Where was you at when my ass was jumped? Where was you at? Like, oh, we ain't talking about LGBT. We trying to keep things black. See, y'all pick and choose because I'm still black, right? And you love to say that my blackness comes first, but you still calling niggas faggots and shit. I don't take any of you niggas seriously. Uh, I'm going to play these messages, then I'm going to play the videos. Okay. Oh my gosh, Aaron said, y'all, look at me, I'm on time. Y'all, that shit never happens. What's good, y'all? Good morning. <laughs> good morning, it's a good day. Wilson. Y'all heard about, um, that, well, I don't know how true it's supposed to be, but I heard that some white people, they, I guess they're doing statistics, and they found out that white people are having more abortions anything and i guess the white population is declining so i guess oh. that's probably why they overturned it now that's probably gonna stop anybody white from getting abortion anyway we're not to get we not to get to it it was like wilton playing the show with us you you noticed that you noticed that too us too okay <laughs> aaron said what we need to do is start our own country that's what we should do just uh. start our own country and just, just start something brand new. Ashe, because this needs to be torn down and let's start anew. But in the meantime, I don't want to be here when the, everything crumbles. So I'm thinking France. I don't know. We're going to figure it out. <laughs> hey, Erin. Hey, Sid. Shout out to the world. Good morning, y'all. And yes, I'm really over straight dudes acting like this isn't a big deal and like it's not going to affect them as well. Um, it affects men. You know what I'm saying? Men have very much been pushing fuck them kids for a minute. Um, and now there's not a way to do that. Also, I really feel and um, feel and hope that they push since, you know, this is this this, this clump of uh, sales is considered a life at the conception date that they go ahead and push that back pay to the conception date. Because I'm owed some cash. You feel me? Um, that's a life in there. And just okay. like uh, if you're a woman um, or a big mama, whoever, is on assistance as far as insurance and stuff. And she's not like on your insurance and has to get Medicare, Medicaid. You have to pay for that. The state of Texas be wanting their money. So when you go ahead and sign that birth certificate or even if you don't, if she puts you on child support, they'll beat, uh, beat her to it. Exactly. Oh, let's go ahead and get into some of these uh, videos um, because this has um, just been interesting. Um, no, it's a fucking parasite. It's not just a clump of cells, it's a baby. Um, no, it's a fucking parasite. It's alive, so is a tapeworm. But until that motherfucker can survive outside the womb, it's a goddamn parasite. It's not a person, okay? No, it's not a parasite because one day it's going to turn into a, a fully functioning human being. Yes, and one day that 12-year-old is going to be 18 and fully legal. That doesn't justify you fucking them, right? So what are we doing here? Also, also, mm. another thing, which is really bothering the shit out of me. Do you know that if you don't agree to be a donor... The state can't harvest your organs to give them to somebody who needs them, which is stupid as hell to me. But what really pisses me off is that now women have less control over their bodies than fucking corpses. 
What? Well, listen. That is that has been um, my sentiment. Um, and I really feel like it's so crazy that Christians, this theocracy, whatever this new movement that's coming up, um, it's so crazy how they portray themselves to be so compassionate and loving. You see all of these creepy white families on Facebook saying like, don't abort, we'll take your baby. And I'm just like, you do realize there's half a million children in the foster care system that are alive right now that you could go pick up right now. And they pay you for it. That's the thing. It's just selective outrage. They don't care about that. They really don't. No. It's not about quality of life. Just have the baby. It doesn't matter if that child grows up in foster care and has all kinds of sexual assault, mental abuse, verbal abuse, emotional abuse done to it. Guess what? They were born. Even though when those kids grow up, because we know, we know, because we see them on TikTok talking about their transracial adoptions, talking about the adoption agencies, talking about being in the foster care system and talking about how awful the shit was. And, and they're literally being advocates of abortion because of their own lives. Like they know what it's like to be an unwanted child. Um, really quick, I wanna talk about the fact that there's um, two type of uh, pro-lifers. Um, there is the pro-life person that says no abortions at all. And then there's a pro-lifer who says that abortion should be restricted. So that means you could do it for something life-threatening. You could do it for some, you could do it for whatever reasons, right? Um, as long as it's life-threatening, incest, rape, as long as it's traumatic. And what really kills me is um, the one thing that I notice the most is how much they do not give a fuck about the the life itself. Because if you say I just want to restrict abortions, a woman that does not want her child that raises it, what do you think happens to that child? I know kids who are told every day, I didn't want you. I was forced to keep you. My family said I couldn't. We were Christians. They said it was against God, so I had to keep you. Mm. Stop. And then they're going to end up being in households where they're going to be neglected and possibly like physically abused and even, and even dead, especially in these foster care. Oh, just give it up for adoption. They're still being like killed in there. So I don't understand why people are like, oh my God, y'all don't care about life. I'm so confused at this whole, I just, I just care about life. You just passed by a homeless person acting like you didn't see them not too long ago. Shut up. You don't care about okay. life. So at what age does this life stop? Does the age stop at three? Does the age stop when he's 16, black, unarmed, and shot by the police? Does it stop when they're queer, mm. trans? I'm confused. Hmm. Mm. Selective as fuck. Selective as fuck. Don't care about life like that. We are selfish human beings. I'm. I don't know. It's gonna sound fucked up. We don't care about life. Mm. And we never have. I need people to stop saying that this is Christian Sharifa law or Christian um, jihadism or whatever the fuck you want to call it. First of all, that it's such a disrespect to the Muslim community because America has been doing shit like this since its fucking inception. America has been fucking evil. Do, leave, leave the Muslim community and whatever issues they may or may not have completely out of it. Let's take this on our shoulders for real and look at the actual history. Stop it. Stop comparing the two. Because I guarantee you, if a damn five-year-old came up to your house and said, hey, my mom, like, she instead of aborting me, she just put me out, 
I need somewhere to stay. Are you pro-life? And y'all, y'all gonna look looking crazy because you ain't gonna take that damn child. Like, come on, let's just be real. You're not going to take it. You want to find it somewhere else to go, but you're not gonna take care of it. Nope. But you claim to be pro-life and you care about life like that. Well, listen, let's get into the real reasons why, because we all know it's not about life. We all know, listen, we, we all know this is not about life. This is about control of women's bodies. This is about control completely. This is about white supremacy. So let's get into it. What was the next vi- um, uh, video that you had? You may have to explain that one, the one that you sent. Well, that was the TikTok. I see an Instagram right under the one we just played. Oh, so that's the, that one was. That was when it was like, oh, my God, we got to protect white life. So are you ready to move oh, yes, to let's, yes, please, because we have to get into the reasons as to why, because this is really the reason why. Stop letting them tell you that it's, oh, because we just love babies so much. Fuck out of here. Yeah, uh, white people are really shook. Um, they're scared because they're becoming the minority. Well, they're already the global minority. But a lot of white Americans may not want to say this out loud, like this lady did, who I'm about to play in a second. They are really shook that they're being outnumbered. It's like, oh my God, like they, they don't know how to take it. She, we didn't know she was going to tell the truth when she got on stage. I'm going to play the video. I'm going to play it twice so y'all can hear out her mouth what she says. I'm going to play it twice because mm. she stood in her racism in this very moment. President Trump, on behalf of all the MAGA patriots in America, I want to thank you for the historic victory for white life in the Supreme Court yesterday. (laughs) President Trump, on behalf of all the MAGA patriots in America, I want to thank you for the historic victory for white life in the Supreme Court yesterday. And did y'all hear that whole audience of snow possums clapping and cheering her on? (laughs) Ah, not snow possums. I'm sick of it. Oh my goodness. And um I and I feel like um again we're just hearing little slivers of truth. Things we always knew. Things especially that uh black people, black queer folks, because if they really cared about life, they because remember it's it's the craziest thing when it comes to conservatism. They're like, Well, we don't want to have to go ahead and pay for your poor and you need to go and pull yourself up by the by the bootstraps, stop having all of these babies, close your legs, blah, 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 all this bullshit. But then all of a sudden when it comes to white folks, we want to preserve life. Mm. It's not that simple. So it, listen, so the next video that we're going to play, I want to preface this by saying this is what the very immediate future looks like. This is what's going on in southern states right now. This is going on in Texas. This is going on in Alabama. I believe it's going on in Arkansas. There are several sl- southern states that are doing exactly this. And I need you to understand this is what little girls and anybody with a uterus is going to be going through. My name is Jared. I'm going to be your nurse. I am so sorry this happened to you. While we wait for the other nurse to come in with the rape kit, I've got a couple of questions I've got to ask you. First, how old are you? 13. And this was your uncle? Okay. Um, who's your OBGYN? Sir, I need you to calm down, okay? We need to know who our OBGYN is. Do you require any assistance with prenatal vitamins? 
Are you planning on breastfeeding or using formula? We're also going to need to know if you're going out of state at any point. If you do, we will require a negative pregnancy test. If you do test positive, you will be required to have an OBGYN assessment afterwards. You need to be aware that if at any point that you come back and you are not pregnant, then there will be an investigation by a board of people appointed by your governor because no medical professional would sit on that board. That board is going to have something called qualified immunity, meaning you cannot sue them. They are going to determine if that is a legitimate miscarriage or if it isn't a legitimate miscarriage. If at any point they determine that it is not a legitimate miscarriage, you will be prosecuted. You also need to be aware that even if it is deemed a legitimate miscarriage, you will be prosecuted. <sighs> so I want to put out a warning to anybody who is living in a southern state, um, anybody who has a uterus who's living in a southern state right now. Um, this should go for everybody, but especially for you guys. I need you to, to delete any of your period tracking apps. You need to delete any of your period tracking apps. If you ever want to check that you are pregnant, never go to the hospital. Do not go to the ER. Do not go to urgent care. They will file that shit away. Stop it. Go mm. pick up the same $2 fucking pregnancy test that you get out of the fucking dollar store. And then you make your calls. You need to get yourself a burner phone. If you're going to be making calls out in order to do whatever it is that you need to do next, and I also need you to know that if you are leaving to do what you need to do next, you cannot go back home. Mm. You can't. Because if they, anybody knows about that pregnancy, anybody can go to the police. They're offering money to certain people to go ahead and get information just like this. Uh, <sighs> another video by Jane Elliott who explains who talks more about the birth dearth, which is what a lot of white people um, feel when they feel like they're being outnumbered. And she goes more in depth into what that means. You don't understand the destruction of Planned Parenthood uh, offices. And you don't understand the wall that we're going to build on the southern border of the United States. You haven't read the book, The Birth Dearth by Ben Wattenberg. Ben Wattenberg was a brilliant Jewish man who was a member of the American Enterprise Institute. And he wrote a book, the first paragraph of which says, the main problem confronting the United States today is there aren't enough white babies being born in this country. He was an advisor to presidents of the United States. He wrote the book in 1987. He says, there are, if we don't change this and change it rapidly, white people will lose their numerical majority in this country and this will no longer be a white man's land. Now, I'm not misrepresenting this. I'm telling you exactly, almost exactly what he says. He says there are three things we can do to solve this. Number one, we could pay women to have babies as they have been doing in Western European nations for years. Then he says, and these are his words, not mine. Unfortunately, we would have to pay women of all colors to have babies, so we don't want to do that. He says the second thing we could do is increase the number of legal immigrants that are allowed into this country every year. Then once again, he says, unfortunately, the vast majority of those wanting to come to this country today are people of color. So we don't want to do that. The third thing he says, and white men, women had better pay attention to this. 60% of the fetuses that are aborted every year are white. If we could keep that 60% alive, that would solve our birth dearth. Does that sound like racism to you? Can you talk a little bit about the trauma associated with the trauma? If you, but yeah, if you don't understand. Yeah, 
that's this is exactly what this is exactly why one of the main reasons why they did this white 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 power they want to keep whiteness in the forefront like and the birth dearth was something that was written decades ago that woman on stage talking about trump was on the 24th of this month So let's stop pretending, oh, that was a long time ago. They don't do that no more. Listen, if that's your excuse, I need you to go away. I need you to go away and read a book. And and, and if not, fall off a cliff. Because I don't have time to explain this shit to you. And honestly, if you're white, because I'd be hearing white folks, oh, there's white supremacy, there's no such thing. We literally are seeing white people panic because they are being becoming the minority in this fucking country. They know that this system benefits them and they are mad about it because they are dwindling down in numbers. So you're not gonna sit here and tell me, oh, I don't see it, I don't know what you're talking about. They know what the fuck is going on. Mm-hmm. It's being, it's harder and harder to continue to do the divide and conquer that has been the origination and ideology of white supremacy every day in 2022. So what do you do? You roll that shit back. And they literally put people st strategically in Congress and in the Senate to be able to do just that. And again, Clarence Thomas, who was so excited about Roe versus Wade, um, doesn't realize, I, I mean, I wonder if you care because loving is about to go back. Um, they've put in all kinds of um, um, gay, anti-gay and anti-trans laws. We need to realize that every day they are taking away our choices. And, the, it, and this is the game, I swear. It's like they have poisoned the white community, especially poor whites, from ever seeing themselves as the possible, um, uh, as the possible, um, as the people who are actually going to be affected by this as well. Because they've said, hey, guess what? You're always going to be first. You've had your 500 uh, year head start. And remember, there's no such thing as white privilege and there's no color and everything is equal. And the reason why that they're doing this, the reason why they don't want um, critical race theory taught in schools, because they're going to teach white children empathy. And then also those white children are gonna be able to see patterns. They're gonna see the same thing that they've done to the slaves, the same things that they're doing to a lot of different people, the genocide, they're now doing to the regular white community. And now they're realizing that this is the way life is going to be for you. They cannot have that. So, sorry, that is racism. Che teaching anti-racism is racism. You're on mute, boo. <laughs> My bad. We can kind of move on because I've been hearing this a lot from um, folks. Well, see, y'all should. If y'all would have got your asses out and voted, this wouldn't have happened. I promise you, it still would have happened if if Hillary Clinton's ass was up there. It's happening during Joe Biden. I'm not trying to hear this. Sh oh, y'all, it's going to happen. This is a white ass system that we're in right now. Like <laughs> it's been like that for 400 plus years, and it's still like that today. I'm not trying to hear. Well, black folks, y'all need to get your asses out and vote. That's disrespectful to be honest, telling a black person to get their asses out and vote in a system that is still hurting them regardless. Because, you know, voter suppression is not a thing. We don't do that you're here not, anymore. Like, you're not finna piss in my face and call it rain. Mm. Stop doing that shit. Y'all, well, if y'all black asses get your asses out and vote, none of this shit would have happened. Y'all do not know y'all history. The whole system needs to be destroyed. But y'all ain't ready for that conversation, child. And like, 
That's why I say it's, I don't think it's going to happen at this point because people are still so comfortable and they still have some faith and they still want to stay prayed up. So I'm with Sydney. I'm just, I got to get the fuck out of here. Done this, so. All right. We got some messages. I'm going to play them. This is what gets me, though. I don't know if y'all watched that Our Father documentary on Netflix, but if you haven't, I did. Watch. It kills me that motherfuckers are really going hardcore for the abortion rights. But the fact that these doctors can switch out their sperm with the selected donor or the woman's husband and pump their filthy old ass sperm into these women like this man did for decades is not against uh, the law in some states and it's not illegal federally. And he's not the only one who's done it. So he has basically medically raped even though they don't call it that, but that's exactly what it is. You basically raped multiple women over decades, multiple times, you know what I'm saying, until they were able to get pregnant. And now these kids have all sorts of digestive issues because he didn't even meet the qualifications to be a sperm donor. You're old as shit. Like motherfuckers who are colorblind cannot even get sperm. That's what bothers me. Mm. And yes, I did. I did see our father. It is uh, chilling. That shit was chilling. Blue matter. I'm surprised this woman is still alive. Um, uh, we're blessed with her. Like Jane Elliott. Yes, we are. Oh, I thought she no, she was talking about Jane Elliott. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> we still we still thinking about that bitch on the podium. No, no, she's talking about Jane Elliott. And yes, okay. I don't under. I, she is still alive. She is still kicking. She is still doing the damn thing. It is insanity. And I'm like, you can't live in the U.S., can you? Because I would have thought they would have killed her by now. Yeah, but yeah, anyway. Because, um... girl, she's been... <laughs> Jane Elliott, one thing about Jane Elliott, she's going to draft the fuck out of the white people. But, oh, my God, why do you care about... You're one of us, though. We're not used to that. Now, I'm like, now, when it comes to that, um, when it comes to that not neat bitch that got on the podium saying that hateful ass rhetoric, I'm surprised she's still. Let me stop because we're on stereo and I ain't got time. Mm 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 mm. And I and just to bring up something else, another reason why voting will never fix um, white supremacy. I feel like we have been kind of knocking our head against these walls for a really long time, and it's like we finally got an anti-lynching bill that was submitted over a hundred times over the past two centuries. Mm-hmm. And we just got it in 2022. I think that happened earlier this year. <laughs> and what's funny is the Democrats were so happy, like, "Oh my God, look what you, look what we look what we did for you niggers. We passed the lynching bill, so y'all can stop bugging us about it. Shut the fuck up." And Democrats do that a lot every election. Oh, mm-hmm. we got to get up. the inner cities, the urban areas. Y'all need to vote for us, and then y'all don't do shit. Y'all have mm-hmm. all three. Y'all have power in all three sections, and y'all ain't done shit. The pandering is so real. We will have Kamala Harris go on fucking the the <laughs> go on the Breakfast Club and talk about how she used to smoke weed and listen to Snoop while she is famous for putting black people in jail in California for small petty drug crimes. They used to call her top cop. Mm-hmm. Uh, l- l- let's let's let we gotta stop pre- pretending. Stacey Abrams, who I thought maybe maybe there's some you know because I I don't know why I'd be trying to have hope sometimes I don't know why I do. She and then you know she really stupid. 
Uh, really stupid. Listen, it is you have to play the game in order to be in these places. That's why I'm telling you, I don't care what these politicians look like. They are not our friends. They are not going with our agendas. When Stacey Abrams got in, she gave money to the police. She's allotting money to the police. And do you see what she ran on to get us to vote for her? And now she's putting money. But y'all really have faith in the system. Why? Especially if you're black. Why are you like uh, it's, it doesn't make any damn sense to me. They had 50 years to codify this shit and that, and they didn't do it on purpose because, again, they want to use it as leverage to get people to vote for vote Democratic. They could have been done this shit, but they didn't want to because they used it as leverage, like a damn, like bait. And they and y'all fail for it every time. I didn't, like, you're not going to say, oh, if you don't vote, you can't say shit. Bitch, eat my ass because I'm going to continue to drag the fuck out of this country. Because it doesn't matter if I do or don't. That's the point. It's going right over your head. And no matter what, and this is the thing. We need to understand why we say these things are systematic. These are literally written into our laws. These are written into our politics. How do you not see that oppression is not completely systematic at this point? How do you, it's funny that y'all still think that we live in a democracy. And it's funny that y'all don't realize that the elections presidential elections are already determined before it even happens the whole government is ran off of millionaires and like rich ass corporations and y'all don't even see it so you're not gonna have me to sit here well this stuff wouldn't have happened if y'all asses would have got your black asses out and voted how dare you y'all really think this system was meant for us and to be honest it really ain't meant for poor white folks it's if you're not in the top 1%, because that's how all these elections are being ran off of, stop, mm-hmm. like, like, wake up. <laughs> and, and we don't realize that it really is the old adage, adage of, you know, if we are, if some people are not free, none of us are free. And nobody realizes that when we see all of these other marginalized communities, that what's happening to them can absolutely happen to us because we are not in the 1%. We are not the controlling percent. So you need to know that that person's struggle can be your struggle tomorrow. So those rich people who are like walking past, those medium rich people walking past homeless people, you are three checks away from being homeless. You, you don't wanna realize it. You don't wanna think about that fact, but you can end up on the other side very fucking quickly. Like I said, all it takes is one um, sickness. All these uh, these black aunties and black uncle ruckuses out here talking about, well, y'all black ass, get y'all black asses out and vote. Keep on voting for people who say if you don't vote for them, you ain't black. Keep on falling for that shit. Listen, I did it. I, I, I'm going. I'm. I'm gonna just let you know right now. I definitely did it. Um, I saw uh, clockwork orange not, fucking. What I'm saying I, is, there's nothing wrong. Like you can do it. But stop bashing black folks who are just sick and tired of the same pattern. And you know, just get your ass out and vote. Stop doing that to black folks. To me, that's anti-black, to be honest. Telling the black, shaming. get your black asses out and vote in this fucking white ass system. The shaming. The shaming is definitely something that's really fucked up that needs to stop. But I didn't say, oh, I voted for Biden. So I could say, oh, well, you know, whatever. I said I voted for Biden because I, I felt I was desperate. Nigga, I was desperate. Velveeta Voldemort was on the rise. Clockwork Orange was not going away. And all of these uh, hate crimes were, were just skyrocketing 
everywhere. Any black woman that I knew was not door dashing. They weren't Ubering. They weren't being Uber drivers. It was like, no, I ran into too many situations. One of my homegirls had a gun pulled on her when she went to go drop off food at a fucking fancy ass apartment. Mm. So when I, I went ahead and I, I voted and I also voted because um, I realized that something I had to admit to myself, this, this hope that I was trying to really have about the country or whatever, that I could fucking change things. Let me tell you something, that shit is real. I really believed that. And not when I voted for Biden, I already knew that the jig was up then. But um, especially like in 2008, I, in 2008, um, or sorry, not 2008, I think it was 2004, I wasn't even able to vote yet. And I remember all the things that were going on in Afghanistan and all kinds of shit. I was going to our local Publix and I had like a little sign out that said, there's more weapons of mass destruction in my pants than in the Middle East. Like I was in there, like did not like trying to get people to listen. So I know what it is. I don't, I don't want to shame people for, for voting, but I need you to understand that you cannot shame people for saying, fuck this shit. Mm-hmm. And to be honest, like, when people say, well, this wouldn't have happened if y'all wouldn't have voted, <clears throat> the Republican presidential candidates have lost, they haven't won the popular vote in over, what, 30 years or 50? Is it 30 or 50? Mm. I think it's, uh, I think it was 50. I think it was 50. Not a single Republican president has won the popular vote in 50 years. People are voting. This vote blue, no matter who shit y'all like to cling on to, that's been that's still happening, and not shit is being done. Listen, and and also I just want to let you, and I think we've said this so many times before, but a lot of a lot of you black people who vote Democrat are only voting Democrat because of racism in this country. You would be vote because you have some very Republican ideals. Ooh, let's talk about it. Because girl, black people are more conservative than we like to think. The only thing that's keeping black people from being conservative is racism. But let my gay ass, girl. <laughs> let, 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 let's be let's be honest with ourselves. Um, because they, they vote Democrat because of that one thing. Because they don't agree with any of the of the trans things that we're trying to all of the just rights, human rights, the human rights we're trying and to give also, other people that are not straight. And they also still think that capitalism will save them. This whole we need more black billionaires. That shit is dangerous. Capitalism will not save any of us, especially black folks. Capitalism goes hand in hand with white supremacy. And y'all still think we need, oh, we got me. We need more Jay Z's and Kanye's. Girl, please. Speaking of Jay Z, I don't know if you remember this, but I remember there was like a viral question from like a few years ago, and it was, um, "Hey, black men, and and why were they only talking to black men? Whatever, it's fine, it's fine. Black men, <laughs> would you rather have a dinner with Jay Z or a million dollars?" Aaron, you want to guess what they said? Girl. <laughs> you want to you want to you want to guess? You want to guess what the majority, the swelling majority of men were picking? I can have a clue. That dinner, that dinner, Jay-Z. Mhm. Because Jay-Z could teach them more that could make them more uh, more than 1 million dollars in that one single dinner. 
I really wish they knew how capitalism works. And this is not me trying to be an asshole, but there's a high chance that um, a lot of us in this room, none of y'all asses are going to be millionaires. The way this system is set up and the way capitalism works, you have to have people at the bottom in order for the people at the top to stay on the top. We can't all be rich as fuck. We can't all be on the Forbes list. That's not how that works. You have to exploit people to keep all this fucking money. It's impossible. So this whole, oh, we every black person got to own a, a big-ass business. Girl, that's not how that shit works. Um, Messages. Tito. Yeah, this is why the earth is ghetto. Between the parties flipping and flopping back and forth and not one party specifically and explicitly actually meaning the one rigid thing that they used to mean. Um, yeah, there's no winning. Voting is voting is cute. Voting is cute because it shows the numbers technically. But but voting doesn't do anything because this is, uh, the system is in place to where it doesn't matter what the votes are for certain groups that actually make the choices that we have to sit and live with. So... Everyone get your funds in order. Uh, everyone get your get your get your lives in in a way that helps propel you in a place you need to be. If you need to move, get your moving pants on and get those movers uh, ready. Get those get those best friends with the pickup trucks ready. Um, yeah, because I think it's about that time. The more people say civil war, the more. I- yep, we're going back to Gilead. Oh, leave before it's too late. You know, they finally are going to send out a re-warrant, I guess, for that woman who um, pretty much uh, started the whole thing um, where Emmett Till got killed, okay? Um, I guess they trying to, uh, (laughs) I don't know. I don't know what they try to do. It's like they trying to, you know. I'm going to be retiring out of this, this, uh, this crazy place, I can tell you that, but... Um, I hope she gets, I mean, was she in her 80s now? I mean, I don't even know. Anyway, y'all can look that up, though. No, I, I, I definitely heard about that. They're trying to prosecute somebody for Emmett Till's death. Um, and the lady, of course, is going to be in her 80s or 90s. And I'm just like, mm. oh, God, y'all, y'all, y- the, uh, the personification of a day late and a dollar short. But I guess it's going to make sense. But you know what? I feel like they do things like this just to make the black community feel better every so often. It's more pandering. It's like, oh, we're not going to actually give you rights, but we're going to put Harriet Tubman on the 20. Oh, yeah, we're not really going to actually do that. But we were just going to talk about it and make you guys feel like you forget about it. Um, You know, because I thought it was going to be something really fun for everybody to talk about because, yo, on money, what? Um, oh, listen, we're going to put Sacagawea on the dollar coin that it's no longer going to uh, go, go ahead and circulate uh, just so uh, indigenous people have a collector's item. Um, do you remember for uh, Do you remember for Juneteenth when all uh, the Democrats put on those dashikis? I'm like, they got sticky bangs all over again. Like, they got their powdered donut asses. They, they put on some damn dashikis. We stand with you, blacks. <laughs> Girl, get the fuck out of my face. <laughs> it's like it's like when you see like the cops playing with black people in videos. We're just like, okay, yeah, like 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 y'all are no better than the cops pulling over uh, black folks, giving them ice cream. Like, Excuse me, ma'am. We pulled you over today. 
not because you're a nigger, but we want to hand you out some ice cream because we know we feel bad. For, we want to make sure we look good for the videos and shit. Y'all get on my fucking nerves. Stop. Stop with Brad, the it, it's, it's so insane because I, I always think to myself, like, blink twice if you're okay. Like, are you, are you good? <laughs> and I really feel like one of the things that we have to remember is that Again, I don't want to shame anybody who does vote, but I'm certainly not shaming anybody who doesn't vote because they are looking at the world the way it is. And obvious, and a lot of people who don't vote now used to vote. <laughs> so it's not like we don't we just just don't want to do our civic duty. It's just like <laughs> the more I do my research on how elections or ran in elections, especially presidential elections, or already, the decisions are already made before it even happens. Because again, large corporations, lobbyists, all these rich ass people just pretty much decide. But See, um, yeah, I'm like, girl, I don't, it's not giving the things. <laughs> the, only, the only thing that I can think of, because I know that certain votes are counted, certain votes are not. We, we, like it's a, it's a very fucked up, jacked up system that only political scientists even under fucking stand to be perfectly honest with you. But I think that voting on a local level has some type of effect. Yeah. I feel like like going to the town halls and because no, because they don't expect you to fucking show up, <laughs> first of all. They don't expect you to show up. And I feel like um, voting at a local level actually does help somewhat for you locally. Mm -hmm. But I also feel like when you cast a vote for like the presidency, that's just some shit you blew in the air. Right. Because Trump was never supposed to be president in the first place. <laughs> well, look, it, it looked like his ass about to come back because these Democrats ain't doing shit. Let me tell you, because they, again, reminding y'all, Democrats have all three power in all three spots and they still mm -hmm. ain't doing shit. They gonna get their asses ate up this November midterms. I'm not gonna give a damn. I'm not gonna, I'm not even gonna watch the shit because this whole system is a joke. Um, Listen, I need y'all to learn to play guitar. Get voice already, lessons. Um, Nancy, uh, Nancy Pelosi, Nancy Pelosi, mosquito face ass, already starting a damn fundraiser for this damn abortion shit. Oh, get let's raise some money. Y'all love doing this shit. When she, let me calm down. <laughs> the crypt, the that fucking crypt keeper. I don't. Oh my god, I can't. I, I again, I need y'all to do what you can to enjoy your lives. They're gonna do whatever the fuck they're going to do. Plan your vacations. Save your coin to do things that are nice for you and do what you can to get the fuck out of this country. Because I know, I guess it sounds glib, but this is just being realistic. Again, I think that voting in a local level does have some effect. I really do. Cause I feel like I've seen on a local level, those things actually, certain things happen. But again, if you but if the if the fish is rotted at the head, what can we do here at the bottom at the local level that's really going to help the community in that big of a way? Because we can't do it on a federal level. Mm -hmm. I'm just gonna like just like I said, just quickly remind folks, telling black people to well, you should have got your asses out and vote is anti-black when it comes to like the presidential shit. And just like having that much faith, 
we know how the system works and we know the system wasn't made for black people. I'm not trying to hear, well, we wouldn't, Roe versus Wade would have still been here. Y'all swore y'all, y'all really thought Joe Biden was uh, left. Joe Biden is very conservative. Y'all really thought that, but y'all see the color blue and it's like, ooh, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's not going to save you. It's not going to save you. Fletch. Good morning, Aaron. Good morning, Sid. Um, yeah, I appreciate your topic. Um, I do. As someone who definitely has gone out there and gone from door to door and made those cold calls and out there trying to canvas and for uh, well, for me, I started for um, it's called America Vote down in Columbus. It was uh, when Kerry was running, um, Mr. Flip Flop. Um, <laughs> so you know, I started <laughs> then for real. trying to uh, encourage more more kids to vote, but. For me, it's one of those where it's like you vote for what you do understand and don't make let people shame you for the stuff that you might not understand. It's a process and it's, you know, people will have their awakening about like the dishonesty of mm -hmm. this country and the illusion of bipartisanship um, when they do. But, you know, it's a it's a double edged sword. It really is. <laughs> yeah. And again, I'm not obviously this is not me saying, hey, stop voting. But I just stop. Let's stop bashing black people who choose not to vote, who is a sick and tired of being just suffering over and over and over and over again. It's, people are tired. We're done having faith in this white system. I just want us to stop bashing black folks. With, well, you should have got your asses out and voted. That's anti-black to me. I, I, I completely agree. Hmm. Shout out to the building. What's happening, Aaron? What's up, Sid? What's going on with y'all? Um, okay, man, y'all talking about politics. Black people are originally Republicans, and um, I don't even know how the fuck we got the Democrats. I guess they offer it. They try to offer us the most free shit. Uh, the only way to be free in a society is less government. We know that Democrats are for more government. Um, so, But anyway, um, I'm here. What up, though? What up? <laughs> what up they're the same they're, i need you to understand they're the same, they're the same. <laughs> they they're, they're are literally, the, literally same. the same they help each other out all the fucking time <laughs> they they are the fucking same and the and the and they just want to make sure they can uh, they have division between us so we don't realize how much they are working together because if they really wanted to overturn roe versus wade they would have made sure because the republicans want to take all of our rights away and the democrats were like here i feel like i have a platter for you would you like some Democrats and Republicans are both conservatives, in my opinion. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, um, all of them are, like, just sucking on the dick of uh, capitalism so fucking hard. And at that, that end, shit is like, never going to help us. At the end of the day, it is an imperialist oligarch, no matter if it's Democrat, Republican. Like, come on now, capitalism. <laughs> now, capitalism doesn't see color in this case. It can be blue or red. <laughs> mm, <laughs> like, mm, both that red money don't money. see no... Now, see, that's the only thing I don't see that in no color. That money don't see no color. Right. Shit. But yeah, no, no, me and Cindy are not damn Democrats. That's an insult. You call me a Democrat. Like, Yo, ew. <laughs> not <laughs> a lib. I am not a liberal, and I am sure as hell not a fucking, fucking Republican. I drag God liberals damn. more than I drag. I drag liberals more than I drag conservatives. No, I think I drag them both the same. 
especially <laughs> because the Republicans love to go and put out all of these fucking anti-trans and anti-whatever bills and the, and the Democrats just sit there with a dick in their hand. They're just like, oh, I guess sorry about your rights. Like, no. I think the reason, and when I say like more than, like there's still, it's very much like 60-40. <laughs> but like the reason I drag liberals more is because even though like, yes, Republicans spit in your face, it's like, I respect you for being upfront with your fucked upness. Liberals, mm-hmm. like Democrats, be like, oh my God, like they throw a rock at you and put their hand behind their back. Don't that, like, that's some fucked up, like, don't do that shit. That pisses me off. Just be upfront with your fuckery. But they can't be upfront with their fuckery because they have to continue to give people who won't see behind the smoke and mirror something to believe in. And like, I feel like um, there are certain people who I see that I really, I feel like are trying to do the, the good work, like um, Ala, um, Alexandra Ocasio-Cortez, there's um, Ilhan Omar, you know, there's a few people out there who I feel like are really trying, but I also feel like they're also fighting a, a system that's not going to let them do anything. Just look at the way they've been treated in fucking Congress. Ilhan Omar has basically been called the fucking Taliban. And exa- and for um, Alexandra, I know that they're doing, they were doing all kinds of shit. They put her in a cartoon and cut her head off and all. Uh, she was getting threatening letters and shit. Like, come on. We're going to have to have a talk on, um, we're going to have to have a t- another talk on Miss AOC because I'll tell you why I don't trust her on the, ne- on the next episode. <laughs> girl, oh, she does, shit. Girl. She'll, she, she'll make you feel good now, but I've, I've done a lot of research. No, oh, well, 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 we'll fucking see. Because at this point, I really can't say I trust any politician. I just, I liked what she had to say. I didn't know if she was doing anything. Ah, oh, damn it. Oh, but well. we can anyway. move on. Yes, indeed. Let's um, get to the next topic because we have to. Um... Oh, dear homophobic black people. Oh Straight black people still don't get it. Um, the BET Awards happened, and there were a lot of queer black artists performing. Well, not a lot. It wasn't even fucking a lot. It was a cute. It was a few. Or two, like cool. three. <laughs> <laughs> um, Saucy Santana performed in the pre-show. It wasn't even the fucking main stage. And then on the main stage, it was only fucking a two-minute performance. They gave him the shortest damn performance. Um, some ball, some people from ballroom performed. And girl, and, and, people were people. The black cishet black folks were on Twitter, tweeting like, "Oh my God, the agenda!" And oh my God, this ain't. <laughs> okay, so I'm gonna say this to the people from ballroom. First of all, love you, and I'm so glad that you are getting the recognition and the shine that has been owed you for fucking decades. I need to stop going into places where they hate you. And they hate you at the BET Awards. I don't understand why you needed to grace them with your presence. And I understand it's exposure. It's finally being seen. I, I hate the fact that we feel so grateful to sit at their table. It makes me so upset that we are just, just if you could just accept us, if you could just, like, I would never want to go into a place where I know there's a going to be a bunch of black straight people, straight up. Because I don't want to have to run into the misogyny. I don't want to have to r- run into the massage noir or the transphobia or the homophobia or the, like, Jesus Christ. 
I want us to go places where we are se- uh, we are celebrated. And I'm not gonna lie, I'm kind of torn because I love the fact that Frida was on that Beyonce song. I love the fact that I was seeing them on a main stage. I also love the fact that we was making uh, straight black men cry in the car. I liked it. I thought it was wonderful. But at the same time, I feel like I hate the fact that we put our mental health at risk every time we do shit like this. Uh, I, I, and I'm stuck because I want the exposure, but I also am just like, we, they don't deserve our presence. So it's like, I'm fucking stuck in between the two. I see ballroom was supposed to be underground from the beginning. I'm not really a fan of um, the ballroom community trying to make it mainstream like that. Yes, I do like legendary. Mm. Yes, but even if you, even when you watch legendary, the audience, it's like a lot of white people in the audience. I'm like, do they even know what the history of ballroom is and like what's really going on and why it was started in the first place when it comes to black queer folks and black trans people? Like, it's just a lot to unpack. So, I really wish that they, to be honest, didn't perform the ballroom stuff on the BET Awards because the camera. If you, I watched the that clip in the. The cameraman, like, you know how the cameraman zooms in on the audience. Girls, mm-hmm. these, their faces, like, these cishead black men's faces doing that performance, they were mad. <laughs> <laughs> and it sucks because those people are so abs, are, are, you're like, you're, you're so strong to be able to get on stage on a place where nobody wants you and fucking kill it and do all of those things. But it's just like, but why do we still have to do that? Why can't we just pull our money together and have a black queer space? The logo channel is not our safe space. Just to be honest. Hell no. So let's, thank you. So we need to realize that we need our own black queer space. They would rather have that little white boy, what his name? Harlequin, what his name? They put fucking Jack Harlow over Lil Nas X. Like, a white man to get an award because let's just be honest, it's because Lil Nas X is queer <laughs> and yeah, look, look, BET. You would rather have a spicy white than you would have a black man because we're supposed to be black first, right? Okay. They love saying that. You would rather instead of having a black man perform, and then you want to drag Lil Nas X for saying fuck the BET awards, and you so upset. And let me tell you something, this is another form of pandering why they even put us on stage at the BET awards in the first place, because Lil Nas X has a big ass motherfucking following. I'm sure niggas was losing money. So they were like, oh, let me little sprinkle a little gay on here. You know, maybe if I sprinkle some queer on here, they'll shut the fuck up. And it's like, then they're gonna talk about, now either. rumor, Rumor has it now that the reason they didn't put Lil Nas X on there is because of that kiss that he did, that gay kiss um, scene he did at the end of his performance on the last BET Awards. Uh, I'm trying to figure out why, because we've had two black women kiss on the BET Awards make out at the end of the performance. We've had uh, heterosexual people make out at the BET Awards during a performance, but you can't see two black men kiss because, oh my God, we can't emasculate the black man because we have to get validation from white people to stay strong. Oh my goodness. I need us to stop subscribing to places that hate us. I really hate the fact that there's like this awesome movie that's on the BET um, app that I want to see, but I'm not subscribing. So I'm trying to find a way to bootleg that shit. But I hate the fact that we'd actually sell 
our content to a place that doesn't even want us to perform at their award shows. We're not welcome there. What was her name? Hattie Mae McDaniel. I think um, she was like the first black woman to win the Oscars. And she wasn't, I think she wasn't able to accept her award or she was able to accept it, but she had to leave out the back. Mm. You don't think that's reminiscent? Black people, you don't think the way that you are going about things, that doesn't sound very, this is very Jim Crow. And then you should have seen the comments that they said when Saucy Santana performed in the pre-show. Because Sasha's, the only thing about Sasha Santana, like, yes, he is problematic, but he gave a show. And as you like, he shook his ass on stage like he was twerking. And people in the comments were like, see, this is why we can't have them perform because they be doing too much. I don't like when straight, straight people love saying, oh, you know, they be doing too much or that's the extra. When we know that anytime someone says oh, they're doing too much, it's like a borderline homophobic way of saying, we know your ass is a fag. Tone that shit down so that I can feel comfortable. Because I guarantee you, if Meg Thee Stallion was on stage shaking ass, oh my God, yeah, that's hot. But since Sasha Santana is queer and your masculinity is so fragile, it's a problem. Welcome to my yeah. world, bitch. Welcome to my world being a queer person, seeing all a lot of girls shake their ass. You don't hear me bitching about it because I know what I like. Mm. But they're so upset. They're so triggered. And let's get into the next thing. Because let me tell you something. If if you, by the way, for the whole audience, if you are not watching P-Valley, especially if you are Black and queer, you are missing the fuck out. That's first off. Now, to bring it back to recent times, um, there was an episode recently um, on P-Valley that showed, by the way, one of the hottest scenes that I have seen in a very long fucking time. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I, had to, I had to rewind. I'm going to watch it again today. Um, but there was a, um, a gay scene between two very masculine Black men from the hood um, as if that's not something that happens and happens often. And it was, let me tell you something, that was probably that I'd never, that was beautiful, but it was so romantic. Like it was like actually seeing the vulnerability between both of these men. It was beautiful. Um, and I was gagged. I was like, bitch, oh, I love it here. But um, then of course, you know, after it airs and the, and the straight dusty settle, we get all of this um, backlash. And I'm not even gonna lie, I've been fighting people in my comment section for the last like day or two uh, because of this one particular scene, like honestly. And uh, you know, what, is, what is that little nigga's name? The one with the big head and the little shoulders. He had a lot to say, what a name it? Um, Lil Duval's Peabody head ass talking about some. That's there him. needs to, um, he was, Lil Duval's talking about some. If there's going to be a gay scene, they could have put like a gay advisory warning in the front. Like, you know how at the beginning of every movie or show, there's like a, a advisory, like rated R or rated. He was like, there needs to be like a gay advisory if they're going to have like a sex, a sex scene. Wow. Once again, welcome to my world being queer, where I have to see y'all shit everywhere I go. And then he was like, well, I'm not homophobic because... I just don't like it. Like that would be like seeing my mom and my dad have sex. No, bitch. You can't compare it to that. Like it doesn't like people pick and choose. 
Girl, you're, you're on mute. People pick and choose, so, like, go ahead. No, I was saying it was so funny he wants an advisory sticker on this shit. I think that's that's hilarious to me, being that there already is one in the beginning of the show. It's rated M for mature. So what you're telling me is you're not mature enough to watch this TV show. And, and that's that, okay. Oh, I, I, I finally I found his tweets. Okay, it said, yeah, P-Valley lost me. They need a super gay advisory on movies like that, like they got for everything else, because that's a lot to see if you're not used to it. I can watch gay people all day, but I don't want to see them fuck. And that's not homophobic because I feel the same way about my mama. I can watch my mama, but I don't want to see her fuck. Do y'all get it? It's straight scenes no. I don't want to see either. That doesn't mean... Girl, and he was like, and no, the lesbian thing ain't the same because it doesn't bother me because I'm used to it. That it's the Any nigga that cannot fucking type like bad grammar, I don't... Like, you already... Like making me laugh. That what y'all that what y'all missing. That's what y'all missing. You forgot the damn apostrophe S. That anyways, that what y'all missing. It's about what you're used to. You're always gonna be shocked at something you're not used to. That's human nature. You can't just throw something on somebody and be offended because they are shocked. Once again, used to. Welcome to my world. Once again. And you know what the best part about this was? So one of the writers went ahead and uh, tweeted back and said, um, as a writer and producer of P-Valley, specifically a writer of this episode, I encourage you to step away from Chuckalisa. This show is not for you. Go watch something else because the gay ain't going nowhere. Hashtag P-Valley. When I say... I reposted this and I didn't know that the street, I, I forgot there were so many streets in my fucking friends list. These niggas was mad. Like, why would you bash him for saying that? Did, how, how, how are we the sensitive ones? That, but listen, the writer did not say, oh, you terrible fucked up human being, even though you are. They said, go watch something else. This shit ain't for you. Did you also see and what he still said? Crying. Um... He also said, I'm seeing a lot of comments about all the dicks on P-Valley. I advocate showing as much dick as pussy. In fact, more. The reactions to seeing the dick are exactly why we need more dicks on TV. Dicks for everybody. You get a dick. You get a dick. <laughs> Period. <laughs> because that's, let's yeah. talk about it. Because we normalize, because again, we objectify women. It's okay to have a bunch of pussies on the screen. We just see, we see all these camel toes everywhere on this damn show. But as soon as you see a dick, oh my God, the kids. Why are they watching P-Valley in the first place, number one? And number two, it's the selective outrage for me. And you know what's crazy? Um, does anybody, I hope, I wonder if anybody remembers the TV show Spartacus. There was so much dick on that fucking show. It was like, and, and what I remember about it the most, it was like the only show that I, that I actually saw straight, ma uh, straight males watch um, but every time it came to the dicks in the room, like, oh shit, I don't even know why well, don't they should, they should warn somebody, sir, you're in season two. Just like pussies exist and you see them on screen, dicks exist as well. I don't understand. That would be like, oh They're my so God. Uncomfortable. Like, I know I like dick, right? And as much pussy and ass and tits as I see on P-Valley, you don't hear me bitching. Oh my God. All these dicks, all these pussies, get these fine ass women. 
Like, I know that I'm strictly dickly. It doesn't make any damn sense to me. And then Lil, Lil Duval uh, talking about some. And any gay person that doesn't get that logic doesn't want to get it and has a bit a bigger agenda agenda than trying to bring us together through understand. Shut the fuck up. Just shut up. Oh my god. Just say, get that faggot shit off. You don't like it. Just say it once again. The gaslighting. The gaslighting. I'm not a bigot. You're a bigot. What? Oh my God. I'm so done. And what was so beautiful about this scene, because this was, ooh, this scene was so beautiful, is because, like, what I love about this show is, like, I love how they are not afraid to touch subjects that our community the black community likes to pretend doesn't exist. Like mm-hmm. not every gay not every gay man is out here being flamboyant, quote unquote, or hanging with housewives. There are average guys in average hoods doing average things that love other men. So you have to be really insecure to let a scene on a TV show that you can voluntarily watch or not watch upset you. And I'm just like, they're so, they're, it's so crazy. Cause we're like obvious evidence that showing you a particular sexuality does not change your sexuality. Cause all we grew up with was straight shit. I remember Little Mermaid and all of the kisses and all of the stuff that I, everybody was supposed to get a husband. And I'm here thinking, Ariel can't find. So regardless of whatever you show your kids, it doesn't matter. Their sexuality is already there. Just so you know, like that's that's already within them. That's there's nothing you can change about that. And I feel like it's so infantile, it's so fragile that a TV show is gonna be like, oh shit, now y'all niggas just can't just doing too much. Like, why are you so uncomfortable? Are you know what it makes me think? Are men just uncomfortable with their own bodies? Probably because why? Why is seeing a dick make you so nervous? Like, do you not see your own dick every day? I'm pretty sure you masturbate at least three times a day. Like, come on now. Just you're leaving hard socks dick? everywhere. Like, <laughs> not hard socks. <laughs> <laughs> you got a damn crunchy ass towel in the corner of your room. Ooh, standing <laughs> up by itself. Oh, sorry, child. Anyway, uh, let's. But yeah, what, what's really pissing these straight niggas off is because. It's not the stereotypical feminine, like, gay man. It's two hood-ass niggas. And this is some real-life shit that does happen. And they can't fathom that. Love, I, love like, murder, fuck them in really gold. I was, like, I was like, They listen. cannot fathom. They can't, straight niggas cannot fathom two hood masculine-ass niggas getting down. Once again, like myself included, like myself included, a lot of black queer folks grew up in the same hoods that you did. Mm. And we will fuck you up. I Again, I personally I personally know trap niggas that are gay. You would have no idea. And they are out. So stop with the so, oh my God. Like, y'all sound stupid. I'm going to run through these messages because we got a lot... Now, Aaron, what you said about the ballroom, I don't know if you know this or not, but originally that um, that started back in the late 1800s. I don't know if you heard about that. It started by. Yes, mm-hmm. I actually did read about that. 
I think yeah. I saw black and white pictures of him with flowers in, the, in their hair. It was it was beautiful. Gay advisory. All right, all <laughs> gay people gotta start wearing a, a fucking sign on them that says, uh, excuse me, caution, I'm gay. What the fuck? I cannot stand people. Gay advisory. <clears throat> Shut the fuck up. Yeah, gay Listen. advisory warning. A gay advisory. You know what you might as well sound like? Well, you know what? God damn it. We need a black advisory on movies. Y'all niggas be with your damn hippity hoppy. We need a black. Ready to be for black from now on. That's what you sound like. <laughs> it's so stupid. <laughs> you could just simply change the channel. You're mad because the show is amazing. The story is amazing and that you actually identify with Lil Murder a little bit and your dick twitched and now you're mad. <laughs> Not a twitch like a damn leech. Oh yes, you know that little, that little shake after when it's done. Oh no, let me stop. Anyway. <laughs> that little that little vein of dick kind of trying to twist a little bit. <laughs> Girl. Keep thinking that uh and to be honest. I would still even argue this is this is a black because people are like, oh my god, this is a, that's a gay show. No, it's a black show. You're just seeing every aspect of blackness, and you're mad about I'm it. Mad because they love saying I've been seeing I've been seeing that dumbass shit too. Oh, P Valley, that's a gay show. No, it's a black show. It's <laughs> black as fuck. You're seeing the multiplicity of blackness, and that includes queer people in the black community. Yes, you can be black and queer once again. And they don't know how to deal with that. I didn't hear nothing about the scene with Mercedes and, and her old lady. Oh, yeah, I hear nothing about. Oh, that's fine though, because see, you can. It's okay to objectify women, so that doesn't count. We w women are just objects, so we can fetishize lesbians. But two niggas, oh my god, we can't because that that messes up the kids. Man, suck a dick, bro. You probably feel better. I promise you, you would. But y'all, the, these damn comments have really been a pain in my ass lately, and not the good kind. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Duval just saying a bunch of crap. All you doing is using the excuse to just not want to see anything, any, I guess, gay sex on there. That's all it is. Like, I don't understand. <sighs> Straight people were exhausted the hell out of you by saying the stupidest things like that. Make one to slap. It's like seeing my mom. That Will Smith slap. Ooh. Mm. Bring it back. Ooh, a lot of these niggas need it. A lot of these niggas need it because, God damn, Lou Duvall give me like he'd be on Jack that night. Ooh, you know he is. You know that's why you always talk about Lil Nas X because his videos are on replay with his dick in his hand. He's just like, I hate you, nigga. <laughs> Oh, and can we just uh, go back to the fact to where, you know, like you're saying, Sid, they're still crying even though they didn't outright explicitly say that they're a fucked up human being. That just goes to sh uh, show that, you know, straight people and white men, they want everything to be accommodated and created and adjusted just for them. Exactly. Mm. Um, Christian mom. 87 here. I disagree with you, Sid. Um, sexuality isn't just the way that they are. You know, it's what they're influenced by. 
It's things they see on the internet, on the TV. And I think we should just be mindful of that, you know? And I'm not saying it's, you know, wrong to be like a element or LGBT. L A L uh gay trans or you know <laughs> but <laughs> let don't don't involve my kids. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> That's exactly how they be. That is exactly how Yo, they be. I think I read this comment. <laughs> I think I read this comment earlier. <laughs> Oh my goodness! Yeah, um, P Valley is probably P Valley is probably one of the best shows. Um, if you are black, you need to watch it. I'm not because I've been once again. If, you know how the shade room is thoughts because they posted that too, and then you have straight black people in the comments. Oh, that's a gay show. I'm not watching that. No, it's a black show. You're just mad because you're seeing multiple aspects of blackness, and one of those things of that is blackness is queer black people, and you're seeing that, and you're mad. I I um I had a great comment yesterday and shout out to the straight uh, the black straight guy who decided to comment this. And I was like, I've never heard gay people be like, "Oh, that's too much straight shit on TV." So, and to be honest, it made me uncomfortable to watch it, but I liked the show, so I fast forwarded. I wasn't about to complain, and I was just like, "This nigga." <laughs> that, that's all the you logic. have to do. The logic. It was so simple. I was like, "How did you do that?" Like, I've been I've been fighting for so long, and you just said it. <laughs> like, like it's amazing, it's mind blowing to me. It's instead of making an iOS press release every time you see some gay shit, just fast forward it. <laughs> Why we uh, slow it down and rewind? Oh yeah, I rewinded that scene six times. I got my life. That was a mm-hmm, beautiful mm-hmm, scene. Mm-hmm. Like scene like hood niggas because i because they, they swear like you can't be from the hood and queer they just swear you can't be like like that was amazing <laughs> i'm sorry the way that he touched his face and he kissed his hands and he was like you're gonna be that but be- you're gonna be that nigga you're gonna be like the best and i was just like oh my god yeah it was beautiful go watch it and let me get you pick misha's together too talking about some well, I couldn't be with a man who wants to be a gay actor because, like, I that'll make me feel good because he might be wanting to do that for real. And I need my man to be 100% straight. Why would you want to play a gay role like that? Y'all got some insecurities y'all need to deal with. And, I could, and this whole, oh, my God, you too fine to be gay because I get told this all the time by straight women. And that's, let me let you know now that is not a compliment telling me, oh, you too fine to be you too fine to be gay or ooh all the fine men like that's not a compliment it sounds like you're jealous because we're getting some of the dick that you want find out how mm. to get it bitch it's plenty mm. of dick out here dicks everywhere dicks to my left dicks to my right dicks ahoy find out how to get it but telling me Listen. ooh we just can't have a strong man we just can't all the good man go to waste no bitch you're not going to use that and say that's a compliment Mm-mm-mm. You're too fine to be a dumbass. How about that? Oh, aren't they? So sad. <laughs> also did a show on how they, a lot of our black communities think that it started from Europe and um, and it was brought over. 
Venus. And I'm like, no, um, it existed in the continent of Africa, um, Egypt, which is Africa. And um, I was talking about the Akan people who the, <clears throat> the women had wives. Not only did they have wives, but they also had husbands too. Um, so they practiced um, polyamory. Mm. Mm -hmm. Female husbands and male wives. Listen, uh, they, they just don't want to get into the the history of it. Um, and uh, I also just w want to let you know, this also led to a conversation about download culture and all of these different things. And I need you guys to know, as shitty as download people are, you are the reason that they exist. Straight people, I need everybody to understand. You are the reason why any down low person has ever fucking existed. And I want you to sit with that. Mm. You have never made it a safe space for especially black men to ever have any kind of spectrum on their sexuality. God forbid, you, you arguing over motherfucking kitchen sets, bitch. You're the reason. I saw something. Jesus. Um, I saw a, a tweet where it was like, women are allowed to be Women are allowed to experiment with their sexuality, but not be promiscuous, while men are allowed to be promiscuous, but not experiment with their sexuality. And that was, there was so much truth behind that. And it sucks because straight men, you, especially straight black men, there's so much violence there. There's so much violence in your words. There's so much, and then, and then, and you don't think that those words lead to death? It's crazy because we see the statistics of black trans women disappearing, black femme boys disappearing. Um, we have uh, black children killing themselves at eight and nine years old. You shaving their head on fucking uh, IG and beating them, saying that you're supposed to be a fucking man. You're the reason for down low culture. And then you kill black gay people as a result of your own fucking issues. Mm. It's um, sad. Like it's it's really I really this whole oh well it's natural for women to be more fluid. I've heard some of the most dumbest shit like, oh, women can be fluid with it, but men, you if you you can't be by the man, but you can be by in a woman. What the fuck do y'all the stuff y'all come up with? And let's get right. this illusion. Like, it's a whole lot of bisexual black men out there that we like to think. And like I said, because I don't believe in, I'm not going to out anyone, but some of these homophobic-ass Hebrew Israelites on this app do be in my DMs, if you know what I mean. And I'm just going to leave it at that. Listen. Oh, I do want to play this message, Peachy. Um, can we talk about how Jeffree Star, even though he is kind of controversial and pro problematic, has, like... Um, dated or like slept with, like been with um, rappers and like uh, athletes, like NBA players. And um, some of them, like some of the NBA players have like threatened to like kill him if he ever like says anything. Like they've signed like disclosures, like NDAs. Like can we get, get that, that, that's, that's another like literal like sign that th this is a serious problem. Like the fact that these people are so, you know, so so prone to to violence. But ooh, Jeffrey Star, you are more than problematic. You are an 
evil, evil being of, and I, I, and I'm so, I just, I cannot stand. And I actually wanted to play this voice note because I actually just saw an interview with Jeffree Star where he was, um, I don't know, maybe, maybe it was the back end of this same interview where he was talking about how all of the basketball players love to fuck with him because they know that he won't say anything, you know? And he's like, oh, I'll go ahead and show you my phone so I can show you all of the basketball players and so on and so forth of all of the, I just want, Jeffree started, you need to understand, that's not a flex. I am Zobie doing he that said same that shit. shit. Well, he said that shit like he was proud. So I need, I, and I only want to talk to black gay men. Y'all, whoever else, do whatever fuck you want. I want to talk to black gay men. Um, I need y'all to stop thinking that you being able to procure straight men is a flex. It is not. They will. They do not love you. They, will kill they don't you. like you. They will kill the fuck out of you. As soon as they get caught by one of them homeboys, they're going to kill you and say that you tricked them and they're going to kill you. Like let's like this whole, oh, I love me some trade. Because I was the same way when I first came out. I was like, oh, I only date um, trade. No. Now, I, like I've come a mm. long way. Now I, now I prefer people to like be more femme, to be honest, because I just, this is, I can't do super macho masculine. But yeah, that shit is dangerous. Stop chasing trade all the damn time, or period, to be honest, because they don't give a fuck about you. You are their experiment, and mm. yeah, so that's oh my just god, it. say that, Jesus, they are experimenting like fucking what's his name, Zoe something. This idiot on uh, online talk about how they only uh, date men with who've only been with women because they don't want to be with a man who's had a bunch of dick. What the. F- Fuck. Yeah, he was like, I just like the adrenaline behind uh, chasing after straight men who think they're straight. And like, I'm like, wow, I sense a lot of self-hatred going on. Because someone even asked him, he was like, okay, well, what if this person was out, but super, super masculine to where they, he was like, no, they have to be straight. I was like, yeah, you're, you're, you're weird. So much self-hate. There's so much self-hate and don't, and I need us to stop dating in a way that makes you hate yourself because that's what you're doing. I'm sorry. And I feel like another reason that Aaron is now more attracted to uh, feminine people is because he was, because they were able to see the feminine within themselves, see the, and not just see the feminine within themselves, but see the beauty in the feminine, to see the attractiveness in the feminine and how it can be beautiful on a man. Mm. And that's why like, I lean more towards feminine energy with with men and just myself in general because probably because since we do live in a patriarch and masculinity is praised more than feminine energy, that's what makes me want to lean more towards feminine energy more because it's still seen as less than. It's still seen as weakness. Mm-hmm. And that I that's why I lean towards it because I find power in taking something that people find find disgusting and finding the strength in it. Yeah. Because people love saying, oh, Aaron, I just love your masculine side. Well, Biz, I got some news for you, girl. <laughs> Don't let these sweatpants fool you, okay? I will put on a crop top. <laughs> um, and, and, I, and me, even me, I've had to unlearn a lot of toxic things. I used to be biphobic. You're, you're talking to two people in a room who've had to do work to get here. Th- this was not something that happened overnight. But it was work, and it was also because we wanted to do the work. We wanted to be able to see the world in an intersectional way. 
And I really need people to understand that first intersectionality is not another sexuality. I will never get the fuck over that. I will never get over that. But, um, but, but secondly, that it is literally the only way to love with any kind of equity, period. So let's go ahead and switch gears because um, <laughs> step in the name oh. of jail, step in the name of jail. <laughs> hey, should have got more years. Step in the name <laughs> of prison, but you niggas still defending was, him. Ah, uh, but I, I, what, what kills me? Um, because first of all, let's be, let's be very clear on what we're talking about. R. Kelly just got thirty years. That nigga should have gotten more, in my opinion. Because that was a whole cell, uh, uh, sex trafficking ring that was orchestrated over decades. Those women have suffered longer than the 30 years. Just saying, because he's been doing this shit for a long motherfucking time. But whatever. I was happy for the 30 years. I was like, good. Now let me know that he's not, uh, he, that he will never be able to get parole. And then I'll be happy. See, like, that's the thing. Like, y'all be so quick to tear down our black men. Like, why would you celebrate that? Because his music is good at the end of the day. And we don't even know if that shit is true, even though we got video evidence, but that could be CGI. So, like, why would you, like... <laughs> Not CGI. Um, listen, uh, I don't know what kind of stuff was going on in 2008, but that video was him. And then also finding all of the other videotapes. And listen, I'm not going to suggest for any Black femmes or Black women to watch the surviving R. Kelly documentary. But I do suggest that all black um, straight cis men need to watch the surviving R. Kelly. I'm sure they will still come up with something after they watch it. I, I, you know what? I don't know because I noticed most of them refused to watch it. Hmm. They were just like dead set. No, they were just like, absolutely not. I'm not watching that shit. You're not about to have me. Uh, like the same thing with the Bill Cosby um, documentary that came on Showtime a little while ago, which by the way, oh my fucking God. They don't want to watch it because that would mean they would have to build a moral compass. I think they don't want to feel. I think they don't want to go ahead and actually feel for these women and to actually think that they could possibly believe them or even listen to the men who are just like, yeah, that nigga did that shit. Because to see that, because I see it all the time on like live debates. Whenever it's another man talking to a man, they let each other speak. But whenever it's a woman, they just try and mold this bitch over. But they always give the man the respect to be able to say their piece at the very least. Unless it's a white and man. And because of... Oh, mm. Then the black man shut up. Did you see that video when that white man was calling out straight black men on their hypocrisy and the way they treat black women? Girl, them black men shut the hell up. On that um, Fresh and Massage Noir podcast, Fresh and Fit, whatever it's called this week. But when I say they were silent, I'm just like, this nigga been berating you for at least a good seven minutes. You not, you, you're not going to defend yourself? No. <laughs> like, but when they, when they speak, they will listen. So I'm wondering if that is indeed the case. But I also realize that black femmes, black um, women, we need to really start dating a whole lot differently if we are going to ever be in proximity with black straight men. I'm sorry, we really 100% do. Now with any man, period, because listen, it's a patriarchy. But if you um, only date black, uh, black people like I do, 
I need you to understand that you don't have a choice. All those red flags, they go ahead and watch TV and the dick come across the screen and the nigga get uncomfortable, just go. It's not worth it, baby. You can't change him. Stop it. Don't, don't wait until like the homophobia is just so much and you just can't take it and you already like the dick. Don't do that. Oh, yeah, because I be tired of seeing like, they will say some of the most, black women and men will say some of the most fucked up shit and saying faggot and they just, they don't say nothing like, oh, he's so crazy. Oh, my God. Girl, once again, homophobia and misogyny go hand in hand. If your man is homophobic, chances are he's misogyny misogynist as well again they don't care until it gets to them they don't care until it gets to them i remember one of a person that i don't talk to anymore for obvious reasons but um i remember they were talking about um riding with their boyfriend and the uh, there was a gay guy who was crossing the street and their boyfriend just sitting in the car was just like i should run that f word over and i was just like what did you say oh well i told him to calm the fuck down that's crazy Oh, Girl, you should have broke up with his oh. ass immediately. They still together. They still together. Girl, she digmatized. It's okay. She toxic as fuck too, so it it don't even matter. She was talking about how um, a sex worker came him. over to her house. You don't know him like I know him. <laughs> well, I used to fuck him, so I actually do. But <laughs> no worries. That was until you came and whatever. But um. I, I need people to realize that you being having a, 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 a boyfriend and they're like so homophobic, you can't change that. And that means if you have a child with that person, God forbid, your child comes out a little different. You're going to be struggling for the mental health of your child against your husband. Please do me a favor and don't do this. If I keep, we say this pretty much just about every episode. If you are homophobic, transphobic, or the type to say, well, oh, I love gay people, just not my son, or oh, I don't, quote unquote, I just disagree with it, you are not ready to have kids. Don't have kids, because y'all swear it's an agenda. Y'all keep pushing us out. Y'all just keep pushing us out your coochie, your clip, whatever it's called, the sweet pussy girl, I don't know. Y'all keep pushing us out. Y'all swear, oh, it ain't going to happen to me because I stay in a Christian household, and we're going to put him in sports, and we're going to go to church every three times a week. And guess what? You're still pushing out queer babies. So, because my, my parents thought the same way. Oh, not my, we ain't going to have that. Stop. Y'all, a lot of people don't have a good reason as to why they want kids. They're hanging on to these traditional ass rules, invisible ass rules that were taught to them, basically from dead people, because that's what traditional is. And y'all are trying to carry that shit on. Y'all were you wanting to have kids because you think it'll fix your marriage. You want to have kids because you think, oh, it's cute. I think babies are cute. You don't really have a good reason. Because if they say, hey, dad, I'm queer, or hey, mom, I'm trans, or whatever, how are you going to react? Are you going to kick them out? Because it's still happening in 2022. Uh, uh, 18-year-old girl got killed just for coming out the closet from her father. She couldn't even go to her high school graduation because of that shit. So I really need y'all to think twice. So, oh, it ain't going to happen to me because we this and that. I promise you. And it might not, but don't think that it can't. You need to be ready for that shit. And if you have any quote-unquote disagreements with LGBT, LGBT people, you don't need to have fucking kids. Because you have no idea how that child is going to come out. 
you have no idea. And then you are going to cause that child to kill themselves. Your own non-acceptance, your bigotry, all of your shit that also stems from white supremacy, by the way, all of that shit is going to end up killing your child. Either because that- Because you're perpetuated. Either that or they're going to pretend like they're straight until they're financially stable and can move out on their own and you're not going to hear from them again. Because they they love saying, oh, yeah, don't, they don't come visit us no more. They don't ever call us. I wonder why, bitch, because you said a bunch of hateful shit and they had to hear that shit. And they don't feel comfortable. Why are you always in your bedroom? You never want to come out and talk to the family. So you can tell me who I am? Oh, listen, I'd rather just not. So while you keep picking, while you keep cherry picking from that slave ass Bible book and praying the white Jesus that it's not going to happen to you, think again. Right. Mm. But anyways, you're supposed to be dragging uh, R. Kelly because straight, uh, a lot of black folks are still defending him. So, oh my God, he's a hero. Oh my God, hashtag free R. Kelly. The hashtag is still going on. I'm I'm so confused. It's so crazy. They're so upset that he's actually going to jail for something that he did. And the fact that they're willing to weaponize race in this moment and say, don't tear down a black man, when apparently that means that you do not care about black women. Because those were his victims. It was black women that were his victims. But you don't seem to care about that. Oh, well, these were fast in the ass girls. Some of these were women, some of them weren't young, Somewhat, one was his wife, all this other shit. And I'm just like, so that means the abuse didn't happen. Well, they stayed, they didn't leave. And you're like, so psychologically, you think that that's impossible for somebody to be abused and stay because we've never seen that before? I'm going to go ahead and play MC's message. I'm gonna let you take this. I think that's projection. Like, you can't say that, you can't say that if you don't agree, don't have kids because yeah, you're going to push them to kill themselves. Like who says that? Like, Absolutely. I, I get, I get your point, but you don't yeah, know I, how I people are going to develop and who they're going to claim themselves to be at some point in their life. But you just can't say if you don't agree with something, don't have kids because you're going to push them to kill themselves. Like what? That doesn't make sense. It makes perfect sense because we see it all the time. It's like literally statistically. I'm not talking out of my ass here. This <laughs> Hello. is something that actually the, the, suicide survivor here. <laughs> like, like, and and Aaron actually had a relative struggling with his sexuality that just killed themselves, living in a homophobic household. This is something that happens on a regular basis. Just because you decide you don't want to realize that it's happening is not my fault. And I'm letting you know that your prejudice, your prejudice against gay people, when your child grows up, you are either going to cause them severe mental damage that could possibly lead them to suicide, or if they're strong, strong enough to survive your parenting, when they get old enough, they will leave and never come back. MC, I'm curious to know, what would you do if your child told you that they were queer or trans? I'm just curious to know what your method is then, because it seems like when people say that, it's like they're trying to find a way to say, well, I still want to be able to, I still want to be able to disagree, but I don't want to seem like a bad person. So what is your Mm -hmm. method, MC, um, if you were to have a queer kid? I think statistically, like I said, we've seen it. 
people who are not accepted by their families. Did you know that about 40% of the homeless population is BIPOC black queer youth who've been thrown out of their homes? I you have to be joking. Apparently like got kicked out twice or just a few weeks ago. So hello. <laughs> and you don't think, and, and I'm sorry, if you don't think that homelessness can cause suicide, then I need you to read anything and then maybe come back and have a conversation. Uh, Leave a message, MC, PG because this since this is a scheduled show, we don't really um, bring people up on the panel during scheduled shows, but feel free to leave messages. Because I, I got to know what your method is if you want to say <laughs> this. <laughs> and don't, and don't I, I guarantee you're probably going to say it ain't going to happen to him. My parents said the same thing. My Jamaican Christian ass uh, go to church three times a week ass parents and my dad literally was in the from kingston to the hood and you don't think child uh stand up guy yeah i gotta agree with mc on that one you can't say that because i got kids and I, I mean i'm not super pro everything but like i got kids and i love both my kids and if they neither one of them came out gay but if they were like I wouldn't go crazy. I mean, you don't know the people's situation of of uh people have kids based on their status. Am I ready for a child or are they ready to pass on their uh genetic code? That's why I had a kid cuz there ain't that many creole people on the planet, so I wanted a kid, you know? And I had the money for one, so I don't I don't need to be in politics and, and identity and, and gay straight politics to have a child. I agree with MC on that. I, I, I'm not shocked. Listen, um, I, first of all, that's a lot to unpack. You had a child just to further your ancestry, not because you felt like you were going to be able to be a good parent, not because you would be, you, wow. Jeez. <laughs> they just, they just, they just tell on themselves. It's, Wow, that's bananas. Y'all just have kids to have kids. Fucking horrifying. But anyway, I need to understand that if you are not going to be an accepting parent, um, that if your child, because if you ha and if you have homophobic ways, you tell homophobic jokes. If any of your children could possibly be on the, on the queer spectrum, you would never know because they already know it's not accepted. I just don't. They can already... I just don't see how you can fathom saying, oh, well, you know, I can still disagree with it and still have kids. Like, okay, sure, you're, okay, your child may not want to hurt themselves. However, that's still going to make your child feel like you don't love them unconditionally. So how can you Because you love them here? with conditions. Right. Like, so your child is going to grow up in a household knowing that you disagree with their existence. And yeah, they may not hate you all the way yet, or like, but that's still going to say, "Oh, well, damn, I can't tell, I can't talk to them about too much stuff because those terms and the terms and agreements may apply when it comes to their love for me because I'm queer and they disagree with it." Again, um, we've seen it on a regular basis. We see it all the time, just within the black queer youth that is homeless on the streets right now. We see it, and that's why I am telling you right now, knowing what the end results can be which is homelessness, death, and literally just mental decline, I'm going to tell you absolutely do not have kids. Do not have kids.
because you be, because you don't know how your child is going to turn out. I don't. You don't know how your homophobia and your bigotry is going to affect them because you're their you father. Oh Jesus. Well, honestly, I don't know what I would say. I don't know what I would do. I've never been put in that situation, and I don't want to project and say something which which I have no valid way of saying that I would do or say a certain thing in that scenario. So I don't want to project and say this and then go back beyond my word when I do something different if, if, if it was to happen. I just say I'm committed to learning, people. I'm committed to understanding and comprehending. Like, I, I honestly, I, I love all people, regardless of who you are and, and what whatever that 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 people may feel like they are for themselves or who they are to themselves like but at the same time i have the right to disagree with something and i have the right to train my so to be child to be train them to be what I... no, 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 no. listen i <clears throat> i'm going to keep this all the way 100 with you. Please don't have kids. Please don't have kids. <laughs> because you are literally saying in this conversation that it is okay to unpack your own trauma and your own bigotry while the child is here instead of doing it before they get here. Because guess what? I can't, you can't disagree with their existence. They exist. Do you not understand that? There's nothing for you to disagree with other than to love your child unconditionally. And if that's not something you can do, if that's what happens, don't have kids. That should be an easy answer though, right? Because if you're supposed to love your child unconditionally. So if technically like you should, like if someone asked you, what would you do if your child was queer or trans? If you love your child unconditionally, that, that shouldn't be, that should be an easy answer. Like it wouldn't matter to me. Yeah. Because that's still my fucking would, child. But for some reason, when your sons come home with baby mamas, when your sons come home with all kinds of other shit, it's totally okay. But don't you dare come home gay. I'm letting you know that you should absolutely not have children until you unpack all of that because no child deserves to have you trying to figure it out while they're here. Like, these are things you need to think about now. Like, Oh, I just wait till it happens and just go off the scenario. That's not a wise thing to do. Mm, 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 like mm. this, like if you, you're supposed to love your children unconditionally. So that should be an easy answer, an easy as fuck answer to say, hey, what would you do if your kids told you that they were trans or queer? It was, like, oh, well, that's easy. I would still love them because they're my fucking child. <laughs> It, you would think it's easy, and the fact that it's not is me is letting me know that you should not have kids. Period. Oh my goodness, Philo. Yeah, Aaron. I feel like you just read my life, bro. And I just got in here. You was like, you grow up as a queer, you know, child, and you can't hate your parents all the way because you know their love comes under the conditions. That's like all 18 years that's the only reason i went to college honestly was to get up out of their house and just live my life as me but um that's actually why i want to start a that goes into what sid was saying actually i want to start a home um for kids 
who have been kicked out because they're gay, you know what I'm saying? They, you know, LGBTQ, whatever. And um, I want to give them resources, like, beyond the math, history, English. I want to give them, like, financial education and, you know, job resources and career options and things like that. Like, I want these kids to be set when they come through my spot. Absolutely. Uh, Yes. Yo, you don't even know how it makes my heart swell to hear that there are those of us who have gone through this shit and are going to try and make sure that other Black queers don't have to go through this. And I just... I just wish straight people could understand the kind of torture you put people under just because you have a different opinion. These people are your children, but you forgot that they were people. They're not clones. You didn't have clones. You had children. Those children turn into adults. And then you got to look at it like this too. Like a lot of things are learned behaviors and learned. I don't care. I don't care. I don't care. If you can't unpack it, don't have kids. If you can't go to therapy for it, don't have kids. If you don't want to do any of that work, don't have kids. Period. I'm sorry. I'm standing on that shit ten toes down. See, here's what he's trying to say. He wants to be able to have kids and still disagree with the existence of a marginalized group. He wants to still be able to have (laughs) kids. As a marginalized group. He still wants to, he wants to still have kids and still not like the, like, like not like queerness. He doesn't want to be labeled a bad parent. He just want let just let me have kids. Let me deal with the scenario. Why can't I just disagree with my kids' existence and who they are? I need you to know, you're a bad parent. You're a bad parent. There's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. I'm glad that you shelter them and you clothe them and you put all these things on their back. But guess what? If you didn't, CPS would come. So I'm not going to congratulate you for that shit. But when it comes to their minds, when it comes to their souls, when it comes to what they could possibly be going through that you won't know, because you don't even know what kind of homophobic and and bigoted things that you've said around them, that will make sure that they never express this shit to you. And it's so hilarious when y'all straight people say, well, you know, learned behavior could have an impact on why your chair can be queer. Motherfucker, I have two heterosexual parents who are still, still married. But you want to talk about learned behavior. I, they tried their very best. <laughs> Just to say make that you, you don't straight. like it. It's so ridiculous. Also, two-parent home here. Parents married for all decades, decades. My mom now says it was jail, but yeah, they were married for decades. The two-parent home. We should all be coming out. All just stop. Go to therapy. Unpack those things, and then maybe attempt to have children. Until then, you're gonna fuck them up. Sorry. And if learned Um, behavior, if learned behavior had any impact on sexuality, me and Sydney would be straight right now because. Queer people are only 5% of the fucking population and straight shit is everywhere. So how come I'm not learning that and changing into straight, being straight? And I'm sorry, you don't love your child if you don't accept them. That's not love. That's love with conditions. Sorry. Just going to put that out there. But anyway, thank you guys for coming. (laughs) Uh, Thank you guys for coming. I appreciate you. 
Um, this is the Earth is Ghetto podcast, and being queer is African. This is a Black queer platform, baby. I don't know why. Why y'all come this up why, in here? This is why me and Sydney. <laughs> why do y'all come here? This is why. <laughs> this is why me and Sydney started this podcast platform because Black queer people, we don't have a safe space. We don't mm. like. We don't, because the white queers are never gonna give a fuck about us, and we don't have a voice. And the black queer and the um and the black straight people are literally trying to kill us in this motherfucker. So, anyways, this was great. <laughs> we'll have to drag R. Kelly another time. Yeah, I know we was trying to drag R. Kelly, but we 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 we, we veered off topic. But listen, you, you you if you want the smoke, I've got the gun. But no worries. Um, I want to thank every single person in here, even the ones who disagree. I'm sorry that you are p bad parents and need therapy. When you guys get to it, you get to it. It's totally cool. But in the meantime, just like P Valley, this is a black queer space. And the, our, our show will not be derailed by you. Thank you so much for coming. Okay, let's like, yeah, Black Queer Podcast. This is really for Black Queer people. Now, if you are not that and you want to be educated, then sure. But keep it cute and like, girl, know where you're at. Because we, we're not going <laughs> to hear no, you're not going to tell us to our face that you disagree with our existence. It's just not going to work, baby. Just like white folk. You're not, it's just not going to work. <laughs> You, you, you're not going to love the sinner, but hate the sin us. You hate us. Stop it. Oh, how cute. Get the fuck off my stage. Anyway. <laughs> tomato, tomato, tomato. Throwing tomatoes. T tomatoes. My God. But yes, um, we are going to be back here again next Friday to rile up you motherfuckers. Um, but in the meantime, I want you guys to please remember that this is a black queer space. This will always be a black queer space. And if you are not ready to hear some hard opinions about your straight ass, I need you to click off. Yep, straight people, white people, just girl. <laughs> Anybody can get Anybody, it. Anybody, to be honest. Anybody can get it. Hell, even queer folks, even black queer folks, we held everybody, everybody accountable. But all right, you can follow me and Sydney on Instagram, which is in both of our bios. And you can also listen to, we have like over... 70 episodes now here on Spotify, Amazon Music, Audible, and Google Podcasts. You can follow our Instagram podcast page at earth underscore is underscore ghetto underscore. And same for the TikTok as well. And if any of you all are feeling extra generous and want to support the, extra, hey. uh, the, earth, is, the earth is Ghetto podcast brand, you can cash out me and or Sydney, which is in our bios as well. All right, love. Thank y'all. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.